0: What is up, everybody? We've been hanging out because Josh couldn't figure out how to hit the live button, but you are live with us now, so what is up? As always, we here are your amazing co-hosts, Cody, the absolute worst, Josh, just working on his fundamentals, Winter, and as always, Paige, the winner, the one that's absolutely correct, the one you come here for, I don't know. How's that for a nickname, Cody? I've been working on it. The chosen one. The only person who doesn't
1: have a strike, Hurtado.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we brought just, I mean, coming to hang out with you. Strikes are out. And they are supposedly feel amazing, look swirly. Paige has yet to get his in. And I am sad because everybody is getting um, um, them. What are you guys' impressions? Let's let's talk about it. What are you guys' impressions with them so far? Um, I like the feel of it. I haven't started yet. I just got it in the mail. I just realized it, like I showed it to the screen. Yeah, no and, VIP. Uh, I can't show it yet, but it's really yeah. pretty. Uh, the feel, it feels like, uh, it feels like premium plastic. You know, it feels premium. It, it's not like Innova for sure. Uh, it's gummy in the middle, hard on the outside. <laughs> it'll fly in the air. We'll see how it flies. You got to let me know how it compares to your Vodum, because I feel like that's kind of what it's kind of competing for, right? Well, yeah, in my current bag, yeah. I mean, are you going to get a new bag? No, just because I, I did bag a lot of uh the uh, first-run FD2s. Yeah. That's what this would fight with. And that's why I'm kind of I'm glad I sold off some of my FD2s, because that's going to be this spot. But I like that it's because a lot of these discs will come out and whatever this part right here is called. The flashing? Or yeah, the flashing? Where, like, where it's like super sharp. Yeah.
1: I hate this like that. But This, one this one's not, not sharp, that. though. No, this does doesn't have that. have that. And look at the swirls, dude. Swirls. Swirls. And look at nice halo. I will say, if, if anyone's watching and you want to see what the flight, this is a T-Bird 3. Look at the plate so it looks pretty similar it's a little bit flatter than my t-bird so i don't, I don't know it's going to fly but it feels good feels good in the hand
0: yeah we passed the field test and i feel like that's always the first thing and then next is going to be the flight durability you know and just kind of how it holds up But you're thinking t-bird three-ish
1: well it's got the numbers of a t-bird so i could go run and get one but yeah it looks like it's going to be straight to stable
0: mm-hmm.
1: it feels good in the hand like it's got a good rim feel like well i mean
0: the great things about kevin and derek are they're disc maniacs at heart and i feel like it's probably going to be an fd2 because that's well, something that they've thrown and they really enjoy and you know it's going to be a deeper rim. has a deeper it? rim than the fd2 yeah. Well, that's cool because that's kind of what I was wishing for. I know FT2s are always sometimes shallow, and I can never get like the full rip on it like I wanted. They're not yeah, ft it, it feels more like a, like a nine, in the hand. Okay, interesting.
1: I'm like, how do I trick myself into this? All right,
0: <laughs> are you doing the reverse stranger? <laughs> the reverse <laughs> strange. <laughs> Sit it on your hands and see how you like them once they're numb. Earmuff, kids. <laughs> oh, we got some chats coming in. How do we all feel about the glitch?
1: The Glitch is that the new MVP? Like mid? Is it a mid range? Let's find
0: out. Let's find out. I know it is an MVP for sure. I know it's an MVP. Uh, is it, not is it super or flippy? It. No, I thought it was like their like zone counterpart that's coming out, right? Let's see, glitch, glitch. I could be wrong though. P let's, let's see. see it's a one
1: one seven so it's like a a beetle remember the oh, one seven, seven zero, zero
0: zero so no i guess that is a glitch because i missed that
1: i've thrown what? i've thrown something similar it was a um lat 60 polecat
0: beetle <laughs> that's you know,
1: not a one seven
0: there's like a one five but still
1: yeah dude one like it's like a beetle or i think they made a bite like the disco disc, golf, yeah. the alt disc.
0: I threw Beatles before. Those things are silly.
1: It's It reminded me of like an ultimate disc or like a Makani where it will go with not a lot on it, but mm-hmm. it will definitely turn and burn with any sort of torque.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting too, depending, like I said, like I haven't thrown it, so I'm going to go tomorrow probably and pick one up just to see what it's all about, but for me, it's one of those like one speeds are starting to try to be explored a lot more. Like, you look at Lone Star and they have the Armadillo, that's a one-speed that came out. I know Cosoplasts with their Bergs, Polecats um, are starting to make that big push. Sonics, like, you're starting to see more and more, like, uh, like resurgence of one-speeds. Like, I don't know if that's because people you know, are just, like, really enjoying them for these, like, small upshots or the half-bits that they give you, but I think it's interesting. What an well, interesting I just, think- though
1: yeah well, I also think the disc golf market is getting like so full of certain discs that the one speeds were probably the one the one speed well the one speed was the least used speed so I think they're finding that niche or they're finding that gap and trying to fill it seems like it would be pretty good for like young kids like I bet you my son would like to throw it. he's nine, so <laughs> that'd be fun to play catch with. It'd be well, hard
0: to think of, of replacing a one speed. Like, I would probably use it for the same thing I use my uh, Berg for. But the Berg is. It's that's so a one speed.
1: But it's over. A Berg's got. It's more overstable and, and can handle some torque. I don't know if this can.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I'm can not saying that. I'm just talking Berg. about in general. Like, because, yeah, like, there's obviously going to be things that are more overstable, like the Bergs. And some things that are more neutral, like a Sonic or a Polecat now, like Flippy, like the Beetle. Um, it's just something like you're, you're starting to see a full lineup instability of them. It's not just like, you know, like it used to be. You have a Rattler, you have a Polecat. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's you're starting to see, like, these things start to come out. And I, I think whoever our comment that wrote in and they say, personally, I think it's uh, uptick in beginners. I think that's a really good point, um, especially like the Berg. I feel like a lot of beginners love the Berg because you don't have to learn touch. Because you can just hammer on it, and it's not going to go past, like, 240, 250. So you just kind of point and shoot with it. Um, whereas, like, I feel like Sonic's... Like, some of the Sonic throwers, and when I bagged the Sonic, it was one of those, like, half-bid, half-runs from, like, get out of jail, like, wooded courses. You're circled to through the woods, and you're like, let me give this a half-bid. And it works that way. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm always curious about it, because... You know, it's one of those things like, of course, everybody's making zones right now and trying to make the zone replacement. That's a a disk that sees utilization everywhere. So that makes sense. But when I see uptick in one speeds, it really is a head scratcher because, you know, we have more one speeds than 14 speeds at this point, which isn't I'm not saying we need more 14 speeds. I'm just saying, like, if you just start to lean towards, like, where the world's trying to, like, evolve towards, you might think distance and things that can handle some of this stuff over. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, just, I just verified it, and this, it's true. It's like the top weight is like 154. There's a top weight on them. 154 gram. Yeah, so it sounds like a beetle then. <laughs> like, just kind of super flippy glide, just go through the motion, watch it just carry on forever. That's risky. Oh, I but I mean... can see it being really good for beginners. That's like a, that's like a super beginner disc. Yeah, or when you go to the beach and you're trying to like do your tricks and recreate that that YouTube guy's videos.
1: I, I must have not watched this because I just saw Paige. Just, he looked <laughs> like he was at a rave. Get that man a pacifier.
0: <laughs> have you ever seen more dome on a CD2 than that? Uh, like a
1: freaking cereal bowl. We'll say, you that, got some cereal on
0: there? Yeah, that run of them because I have one over here one sec
1: what's the front look like josh what is that that's a cd2 i'm saying like so it's just a regular star. yeah it was just yeah, this
0: run you can see like yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. it's just so much dome
0: so you gotta send that one to me josh because i need a backup is a, there, you, so I'll, is I'll, that hold really understanding yes. they're like roman to... thunder ones maybe a little bit like less stable than a roman thunder one hmm
1: i had a Romy thunder one that was like bored flat oh this is my favorite run of the cd2 for sure it was like, it cool it was like near the
0: end they're a little like hybrid the yeah. s, s line slash c line version of them yeah and they're like little swirly some white swirls in them and they uh they just go dead straight and then have some good fade at the end it's kind of how the construct is when you get it it's like a dead are they, I, I am excited are they I wish
1: they came in something other than like that champ like plastic but mm,
0: mm. Yeah. uh what do you say Hello? Paige the construct are those mids or drivers they're drivers it's like, it's like uh, a
1: 10 6 minus 1 2 right like, yeah uh
0: 10, 6, minus one two is it? Is it a six? I don't think it's a six. I think it's a five. Or is it 10-5? five? Oh, we're trying to ask the TSA sponsored athlete. If I got about- this
1: right and you get it wrong, yet again, the sponsorship no, I'm on this show
0: sure means nothing. I'm pretty sure it's a five. I hope it's a six. Available now. Let's see. It's a six.
1: <laughs> mm. TSA, if you're listening, you sponsor that man.
0: Do you sponsor that man.
1: How dare you? how dare
0: you put any trust in him exactly what kind uh, of branded bastard is help, that it's quite a good glide I I personally feel like it's closer to a five when I throw it you think
1: do you, I'm I'm picturing like is it like a slower grace or like a slightly flippier Wraith
0: or slightly slightly flippier PD um,
1: Aztec you gotta put some good power into it at
0: the beginning if you want to get that turn out of it keep it keep it low Get
1: nice so it is. It. it's a little bit more stable than the numbers suggest
0: yeah it's yes i I'll, depending on how hard you throw it obviously but we're just talking like you know just in a vacuum how does this thing
1: like fly oh no not the vacuum talk again
0: well i'm just like you put it in a vacuum and you throw it and you're like this is what it's supposed to do versus like well it depends on how hard you throw it yes we understand that if yeah. you throw 80 miles per hour it's probably flippy but if you throw it 10 half miles per hour it's stable <laughs> hmm. we're 100. just trying to get some help josh i'm Fours sorry, from sorry. TSA
1: plastic dude
0: um most people are finding it to be more stable than they expected it to be okay um if i'm so- throwing at like a like a basket is that like 350 and i'm throwing out the power to get it there uh it's gonna flip It's gonna, slightly it has like a late turn and then comes back is Will that it burn tending? on you no oh i mean if you i think if you if you anti it i can make them i can make them burn mm. and they're they only have one plastic out right uh currently they there is only one plastic out um uh well in canada they have the ethereal plastic
1: Canada's America's hat, okay. No,
0: no. Like,
1: no. In Canada, why did, why does Canada get cool stuff before us then?
0: Uh, because they're Canada and they're a lot cooler than we are. Sorry about that.
1: Is that so. like a temperature? Did you just do a dad joke on here? They're a lot cooler than us. <laughs> Thanks, Hank Hill.
0: <laughs> uh, but they're uh, the ethereal come to us pretty soon. Ethereal um, is
1: at the star or the, the star like or the blended star. The yeah, Neutron? it's like the shimmery, the shimmery stuff. Um, come on TSA man. Listen. We're trying to sell your product here. You're <laughs> losing page. He's he's slacking off.
0: But the uh aura plastic oh, yeah. too, um, those ones are uh a bit straighter, more flippier. I've always found Ethereal plastic 2. The other the ones that come out pretty soon. Uh that one's the flippiest out of any of the plastics when I throw them like uh the mantra which is already super flippy uh, the ethereal is i just it just burns for me um i usually carry the mantra for the shots where you want to go dead straight and then fade right when you're doing back right hand backhand um it's good this for at least flat uh uh-huh. and, yeah it's super flippy when you put a lot of power into it power power all right, I think Paige want to talk about Ricky talking about things. Sorry, I'm trying to figure about out
1: Ricky talk about things.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> let me show my screen. I'll pull up the quote. Okay, I got you. I got you, boo.
1: I got you, boo-boo.
0: So as we cue this up, everyone, we just wanted to kind of shed some light in some of the comments that Ricky, you know, shared. I know sometimes it's a little bit polarizing, and we just want to share some of our thoughts, get in some discussion, and, you know, even bring voice to what you guys do. So type in. And once I can share my screen, you'll start to see the quote, and I'll read it out loud for you listening on Spotify, Apple Music. All right. (laughs) So the quote is, A good amount, if not all individual sports, don't even have a world championship. They have a world champion that gets determined by the majors and other big events throughout the season. I love what we have going. I just like brainstorming ideas on how to grow the game. I love. Here's a little Fortnite ad. Paid sponsorship. Um, I Ricky said he would love to see emphasis on four to five majors as well as other big disc golf pro tour events We have to determine the world champion for a given year instead of one event If you are a world champion, you should also be the best player in the world and the system would solve that Just want to clarify my thoughts from the press conference. What does everyone think? Um, I mean I agree with what he's saying. I mean, it makes sense That's like, um, for instance, I could be playing fantasy football and do mediocre the whole season. And at the very end, if I get into the playoffs and I win, then I become the champion. But even though I didn't do as well, and same thing goes with disc golf, like you could be doing poorly. And then you come to the worlds and you just have one of those blowout rounds. And now you're the world champion. Even though there's a lot of players that are doing better in the majors that we do have, but yet because you had a blowout game at one tournament, which is a very, you know, five day big day tournament, you're now the world champion.
1: Mm. I, would, nope. I would, I have a very similar, uh, probably outlook on that. Like, I, I think about like even baseball they got rid of like the one game playoff for like wild card because if you have one great day or one great tournament, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to say you're the best in the world, but I don't know. How do you, how do you, how do you find the best player in the world? Do you say like, we're take the top 10 uh, from the rankings at the end of the season and then we have a playoff format, like kind of like they do um, like March madness, do something like that. Or Because what if you have a good day or a bad day and you were the best all season, like in, in baseball, you win the pennant. If you were the best, you know, best all season. And then, you know, you might win the world series. You might not.
0: Well, and I get to the point to where like, it's an individual sport that you're trying to do like individual recognition, which is always the tough thing too, because it's like, how do you gauge that throughout an entire year? But for me, it's like, you start to look at like, where where the world's being a one tournament and all of the majors before it, champions cup euro like the euro open they all have their spotlight and are called a major but there's nothing really that solidifies them separately from other tournaments outside of like you know worlds are usually two to three courses five days it's a longer tournament but that doesn't necessarily mean it should be like you know it's a world-class tournament i look at like usdgc and all of a sudden we turn this corner and it's playoffs this qualifiers that Working on the placements. And to me, that builds more excitement for this event. And there's going to be qualifiers and there's going to be buys, you know. And so I start to think like football, right? Like, oh, if you have a buy in the first round because of your success, that means you have one less game you have to play, one less game you have to win. And you're already kind of given an advantage in this tournament setting in order to win because of your success throughout the season. And I think when you start to look at worlds, that's one of those things like, yes, let's build it for a tournament in, or build it to be something that is special and draws people's eyes, but disc golf is so exclusive to America and Europe that the rest of the world isn't really even considered maybe a little bit of Canada, but it's like... And I know the game's not ever there, or, like, all completely worldwide, even though there's courses worldwide, but, you know there's a big presence in asia there's a big presence in australia there's a big presence in canada there's you know like how do we start to get the world involved into it and it's just in america at america courses every single year and i feel like we need to figure out like two things right how do we make world special and highlight successful individuals and give them the chance to succeed while also figuring out how to get the world actually involved because then it becomes like you know, UFC or whatever. You're the world champ. Are you the champion of the or WWF or whatever? Like, you're the heavyweight champion of the world. And it's like, you know, this is kind of just a joke because the world isn't here. <laughs> so yeah, those that's... are my initial.
1: So you're thinking more global.
0: I'm thinking more global. I think if you're going to call it the world championships, we got to be able to, one, travel to the world, and two, make sure that they're going to be represented and have the opportunity to compete on the same playing field like, I don't want random Joe Smo, Josh Winter to walk on, maybe wins Worlds out of nowhere. But I don't mind that if, you know, it's, uh, what is it, Jackie Chen, Like, if it's him, like, he has the opportunity to come on one of his, like, his home courses. He's not traveling the world. He's not having jet lag and exhaustion, and he has the ability to win it. That becomes different. Yeah, I can Mm -hmm. see that. That would be cool to do it on, like, that disc golf island that they built. Disc just Golf Island? We what have Fight Island thinking? and now Disc Golf Island?
1: Yeah, just pick five of the courses on that Disc Golf Island.
0: It'd be like Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or you have to play Disc Golf on an aircraft carrier in international waters. <laughs> Out of bounds is the ocean.
0: Man, you know, when Red Bull starts getting involved in, in Disc Golf, shit's going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. Extreme side of Disc Golf. But, yeah, and I just, I mean, I don't, I mean, if you take away the world champion title, does it still carry the same weight? Like, you know, for example, it is out of the Champions Cup this year, which is a new major, and, like, are we still, like, acting like, what was it, Dickerson won it, right? And so he's a major winner this year, but nobody's really talking like Dickerson is a major winner this year. Um, Even Eagle McMahon, who won the Euro Cup is still like you know it falls short and pales in comparison to say you know paul mcbeth winning his sixth world title and i just think like that that title if it was called anything else like you know the freaking flying circus or whatever hmm. when it was a major i think it would be slightly less
1: you know exciting like
0: yeah what if we did this like the lots?
1: olympics I think the disc golf should be in the Olympics. But what if you had a rotating venue and you had the best from every country? Like the champion of the U.S. was, you know, Eagle McMahon. Germany's champion was Simon Lazat. And then mm-hmm. they all came together and the best from every country played. Would that make it the world champion?
0: I think so. I mean, you're representing the world, but I think you got to figure out a way that it's not just one person. Like, let's figure out you do the top ten and represent like their country. And not every four years, but like you're starting to represent like. Because Simon, yes, he's from Germany, but he's very embedded in America at this point. And it would be cool to see, like, you know, when you get the basketball players and they go and represent France, you know, and then they come and beat America, those things are kind of cool to see. And that's how you start to represent, like, the world in this, like, the scale in this fashion. You know, you have Thomas Gilbert with Canada and everything. And, you know, you'll just start to see, I think, more inclusivity, but also, you know, excitement.
1: Well, even like uh, the World Baseball... I'm a big baseball fan, if you haven't figured out. But the World Baseball Classic is like every couple years. And a lot of players from the MLB that, you know, have deep connections to the U.S. play for like their parents' home teams. They're playing, you know... You have uh, one guy who's playing for Team Italy because of his grandfather and his Italian heritage. So I I do think that's pretty cool when you see uh, a different side of these people. He's not just like a player on the Anaheim angels. He's a player, you know, he's playing for team Italy. So I, I like that. And it does kind of give, it kind of adds excitement because when else is like team Italy or maybe baseball big in Italy, but for that time it is.
0: Well, and also like everyone do something like worlds and hold it to this high esteemed. does it make sense to have it operate individually away from the PDGA You know and have like its own separate entity that has its own invitations its own qualifiers its own like little circuit for worlds that doesn't necessarily might overlap a little bit with pdga like you know you know maple hill mvp open could be a qualifier for worlds top three gets invites or whatever but it's not you know completely sanctioned and operated by the pdga and have that separation to where you have a little bit more prestige in this tournament and you know, it's it's its own thing. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can go about it um, to make it better than what it is now. Cause right now it's just a tournament called a world championship. Yes, it's five days. That's grueling, but it's still just a tournament. Exactly, and I feel like, and that's maybe like more of like Ricky's point of being like, you call it this thing, but it's not necessarily true. Like, I don't think Paul Macbeth is the best player this year. I don't. I think he's definitely top five, but I don't think he's top three really. Um, definitely, he might, he might be pushing my third spot, but he's definitely top five. And to call him the world champion, like he's getting more support and excitement built around him than Paige Pierce winning her six European Championship, which is a major that happens every two years. It is a lot harder to accomplish than six world championships. And why is this one now all of a sudden worth more than this other European one when they're both technically
1: majors in the PDGA?
0: Yeah, I can see that. that.
1: Because you can't sell six-claw disc without a six-time world champion. It's true. They said it. And you can't resell five-claw disc without a six-time world champion. (laughs) (laughs) The market demands it. I mean, but then you had
0: Pettimoodie, right? Petamoody is just as expensive as... You know his five-time and four-time stuff, and that was a five-time Euro champion that they never followed up on. It's just, I mean, I think it's like to Ricky's point. He's just showing like, why do we put all of our eggs in one bass minute and celebrate this one thing, and not figure out a different way and a different way to celebrate what amazing disc golf is going on? Because, like Ricky, he's won what four Pro Tours this year. One, did he win a major? I know he won four because he won Texas. He's won this last one. Spoiler alert, I know. Um way to ruin it. You can't <laughs> spoil live TV. Well, we're a podcast. We're not live. Oh, wait. The tournament was. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, but my point being, like, he's won four and in this year you had Simon win three, you had Dickerson winning three, Heinberg winning three tournaments. Like these are all huge accomplishments.
1: Yeah. now i don't know what to think
0: well who's your who's your top who's your top my top i think ricky's the top this year for sure i think ricky's the best player
1: now is that like are we saying overall best player best like i think so for me best player is like
0: you put him in a vacuum and no you put him on a course any course Ricky is going to be one of your favorites to win that course. And he's proven that time and time again, you have people that are good on certain swings, like Simon Lizotte came alive during the like West coast swing. Um, and then kind of tapered off like before and after, like he didn't do as good in Texas. He didn't necessarily do good after the, the West coast swing. And now hopefully he's going to make another push on Heinberg, Same thing. You put him in Midwest. He really shows up for like Jonesboro, um, Dude, you guys, Dickerson
1: like out in the in the woods.
0: Yeah, Dickerson in the woods, but Ricky has been able to show that every single stop on our pro tour, he's continuously like in the hunt, and probably one of the the favorites to win them. And for me, this year, that like is what's the best, and it's also like adding up to wins. It's adding up to his points. It's adding up to you know all of this like other like accolades. So. I think Ricky's is, hands down, one of the best players this year, um, if not the best. He's definitely my number one. Who's number two? Number two? I think Dickerson is. I think Dickerson is number two, and he's not the flashiest of picks, but for me, Dickerson is consistently in that hunt. Every tournament that he shows up to, the biggest thing with him is that he doesn't do the full tour swing, so it's hard to gauge and evaluate him when he didn't make the West Coast push. Um, and so it's like, well but it's also kind of open bomber courses that he generally does well on. But when he does pop up, he's always in that hunt. So for me, I think to this year, like, he's the second kind of best, and maybe then I'll just give the third to Paul. But when it, when it's all three of those in the tournament, those three people in the tournament this year, I'm pit taking Ricky, Dickerson, and then Paul in most of those events.
1: I'd agree with you. Where Would you put... I'm trying to think who would probably round out your top four and five. Heim, you got Heinberg up there. Oh, Heinberg
0: for sure. I think Heinberg's probably four. like battling that four and five. Um, and then it just becomes like personal preference, like the dismania slot of Simon slash Eagle in that fifth. Eagle shows up. He's like winning. Simon is somebody that I always like to root for, and he showed that he's won three this year, and that to me needs to put him in that top five because nobody else is like. I mean, other people have won it, but like all the other people that's won two or more this year are in the top five, and so Simon winning three pro tours this year puts him in my book in the top five this year. And um, one of the left-handed, and one of them, yeah. <laughs> and so for me, that's that. I mean, that's kind of my five, and
1: I think it's a good, good solid
0: pick. Them. I think it's good. I think it's a good solid pick.
1: Um, we went from talking about worlds to Page's top five.
0: Well, I mean Paige's top five is probably the most important top five in disc golf and people just don't know. Oh,
1: no, do not do not oh. inflate this man's head anymore. When Paige speaks, we Please. listen. <laughs> it's getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger.
0: You just All know we...
1: championship level courses are coming. They're just coming. I know it's coming.
0: No, it's I mean, they're already out there. That's the, the thing. You don't young. need to a... <laughs>
1: – The night is young.
0: The night is young. <laughs> and when pit you know
1: I mean we can dive into that, right? We could. <laughs> let's talk championship
0: level i I'd, I'd rather not.
1: <laughs> All right, well, so yeah. let's get I back mean, to our let's get back to the world championship. Paige, if you could have uh, one way to do it, what would you do? Paige is in charge of creating the world championship for disc golf to cr- to name the world champion. How would you do it?
0: Personally, like I said, like I like to separate the worlds from PDGA. I would like to see individual qualifiers for that. You look at a lot of sports where they have qualifiers um, to even the majors, right? Like you need to qualify for these things. You needed to do it. And sometimes just showing up and getting points shouldn't be the way to qualify you. It should be like based off of your play and your play structure. And I think worlds should include the world. So you need qualifying stops and all of the like populations that are actively, you know, disc golfing on a certain, like, you know level right like hopefully if we stop in australia they should have theoretically like a good field of like maybe 40 50 thousand and overrated players um in order to field that and then you know like the 970 and up kind of rounding out that 100 player field i think um be able to kind of like i said bring representation into the world is important but also give them the opportunity to hunt for some of these sponsorships sometimes i feel like you know all of our money goes into europe and america which is obviously the safest bet because that's probably where all the money comes from in regards to like this golf but given the opportunity to, for like some of these players to get full sponsorships and full support like via discs and like merch i think is really important so i'm all for qualifiers if they're majors i think that's pretty cool that all of your world spots are going to have a major because when it comes to worlds then you're going to have, like, oh, this person won the Asian Open. This one won Australia. This one won Canada. Like, Canada Nationals being, like, not part of the Pro Tour, it's kind of, like, iffy, but it could be part of the World Qualifying Tour. And then you have Canada Nationals. You have, like, u s a d g c or, or USDGC and these different things. And it's all building up where these majors actually start to battle because now it's not, like, you know – like that, there's no narrative being written about like, oh, the Championship Cup major winner from this year is battling out with a European champion this year. It's just like, okay, they did it, we moved on. We're already moving on from Worlds into a now more seemingly important major.
1: Okay. Josh? <sighs>
0: I mean, I think we should have like a triathlon style for world championship i think you should be able to play disc golf baseball basketball and do it in in order of each other in one day what it takes all possibly a wrestling match if they tie up <laughs> um, you know honestly i think qualifiers is what it should happen i think there should be designated tournaments that are that qualify you for the uh the world championship i don't think the world championship has to have a full list you know if only 50 people actually qualify for it 50 people qualify for it um in fpo and mpo um there's one person wrote in who talked about let's see if it fits on here the see i'm out of the loop a few years but what you all are describing sounds a lot like crossfit games an open event that anybody and everyone can compete in top qualifiers are in are then invited into regionals from there, top regional qualifiers are invited to worlds, where it's winner takes all. Competitors from all over the world have a chance to qualify and compete based off continued success throughout a given season. I mean, and that's I mean that's pretty common for like crossfit games. Strongman is extremely similar. A lot of times, when you have like national level like qualifications, even the amateur side of disc golf, you know, to go to NADDT for nationals, you have to play in NADDT event and you know place first our top three depending on the field size in order to even qualify for nationals and that's like on the am side of it that we don't necessarily follow for the more advanced side which is the mpo that makes sense i I mean i like that route the best where there's multiple qualifiers and it's not just the they're asking more more openness to qualify for worlds or it's well, not I, just the pros playing in, in the PDGA pro tour. There has to be there has to be places for other people to try out for worlds as well, or at least play to get a chance at it. Well and what I like is like you look at Magic the Gathering, right? You have when they had the paper magic, they had Grand Prix. And in these Grand Prix that traveled the entire nation, if you top aided a Grand Prix, you automatically get invited to the Pro Tour. And that came with a paid trip to that pro tour um and so i like the idea of treating like the pdga for like world's qualifying if you top a or top 10 a pdga mpo event you get a qualifier for worlds and doesn't necessarily need to be paid for but you know you get that qualifying and then on the side where you used to have the national tour and which is like the silver series now you have something like that where you have qualifying stops where it's the top one or the top three are going to qualify you so these can be people that can't necessarily travel the whole leg of the pro tour but you show up to beaver state fling and you win it or you get top three depending then all of a sudden you qualify for worlds and then you're going to see like you know a lot of these people that continuously qualify you know it's gonna it's gonna make for a competitive tournament it's not just gonna be like Okay, cool. I got out of school. I showed up to this tournament and now I'm winning and I might be like, you know, on track to be a world champion. Hey, look, I'm in the playoffs with Paul Macbeth. You know, it's, it's not that, um, which I don't get me wrong. Like, I think it's huge for Aaron Gossage, like in his breakthrough year, even Conrad winning. I think he would have checked all of the qualifying I have in mind. And so like, I don't discredit like Conrad or Barsby or anything like that. Um, but to say that those were the best players of the year, I think is quite an overstatement. Um and I think that's kind of this like Ricky's point. Yeah. Hmm. But it also could just be Ricky being better he lost. Who knows? <laughs> so we had a oh. comment. Why not just ten twenty rated or above I believe there are seventy nine pros in MPO rated this? I think that's a really good point. Um, And that's given that makes rating actually valuable, whereas right now rating isn't as valuable besides like once you get past a thousand, I feel like it's not necessarily as important because thousand like allows you to get your pro card that allows you to like, you know, draw your PDGA like pro tour card, which will get you preference sign up for everything, you know, and all that stuff. But like right now rating like 1050 cool, you're one of the best players in the world. But does it really actually mean anything besides being in this elite 1050 club or 1020 club?
1: So you're yeah. saying re- m- ratings are meaningless?
0: Why are you so loud all of a sudden? Me? Yeah. My bad. <laughs> but I think I think ratings are important. I think that's a good way to go about it. Is just do you know 10 something and above with a minimum of, of so many A tier tournaments that year played because. Yeah, like, I I like that because I think Eagle McMahon's doing the, like, I'm only going to do these stops, and he's only playing, like, eight tournaments a year. Even if he gets healthy, he's still only going to do certain pro tours that complement his game. And I I think you need to play. Like, you need to experience a little bit of the grind. You can't just be like, here's eight tournaments, and now you're a world champion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I do feel there has to be, like, a minimum of how many you play and put that rating at risk.
1: Well, and that will keep like Joe Schmo, who's having a hot day from coming on and being declared the world champion for one great round.
0: Uh, five, yeah. but Yeah, That's yeah, but like I'm it. saying like, yeah,
1: it, you should have to ha- hold your rating or win so many with that rating. So that would make rating worth more. Someone just said there are 419 rated 1,000 plus, but you'd have to make it higher like 10, yeah, ten, twenty, 1020, ten, twenty-five. What's the cutoff?
0: Yeah, and that's where like you start to evaluate like that's becomes qualifiers. Just because there's that four hundred and seventy nine doesn't necessarily mean all of those are gonna qualify, right? Like yeah. I think anyways, I think if we're gonna keep world champion to be as um meaningful and impactful as we're claiming it to be, I think our point is there needs to be a lot of reworking in order to bring that validation to that claim. Right now, that's not even the biggest claim, I feel like, in disc golf, even though it sounds like it, right? We'd have no repeat. What was it, USCGC or PD? Which one is the one that has no repeats? The champion. Uh, That's going to bug me now. I don't know. I think it's USCGC. No, because isn't Paul McBeth three-time? No. It's like an eight-time. But anyways, yeah. Well, maybe I'm just thinking of a different one. But anyways, like, even if you just look on paper, the way they're building up USGC these coming weeks, they've allocated two pro tours to building hype for this one major. They allocated zero pro tours to build hype for Worlds. And quite frankly, there's drama at Worlds every year now. This year, Paige Pierce got kicked off for trying to practice. Last year, Brody Smith had to buy a $1,000 practice field. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Paige Pierce got... Arrested, let out. She's on parole. But yeah, she's with the Castro taking anger management lessons. Yeah. yeah, she shanked
1: someone. She stabbed really. her. There's,
0: there's, there's a lot that went down that day. She got her striking Eh,
1: no, eh? just don't say vacuum anymore. Eh? No more vacuum
0: eh? in a vacuum. Have this conversation. <laughs>
1: and then he's just gonna be like, by the way, we are now sponsored by Dyson Vacuums. Never lose suction. <laughs> in a vacuum.
0: Kirby Vacuum, we're at your door and in your house. <laughs> I forgot about Kirby Kirby Vacuum. I was just
1: going to say, do they still sell vacuums door to door? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. You brought That's it right. up. I need to know. That's our next tangent.
0: Out. I'm going to find out right now. Kirby. Just, I think Not Kirby's on. definitely still around. Maybe. You know how many lifetime warranties are out there? They have to honor them. <laughs> but they can get bought out by companies. The first it's, one that shows up is, oh, no, Kirby's real. Ah, of course Kirby's real the fuck. What did you think he was because making a company? We, we were like acting as if it wasn't a real company. We're just seeing if they're still around doing door to doors. No, buddy. It's it's about if they're a real company still. They were yeah. a real company, but they're real today too. They got like Kirby versus Shark and Dyson. They're on a they're trying to fight Dyson right now. But I don't know if it's door to door.
1: I can't imagine anyone sells anything door to door.
0: The co with their knives.
1: Dude, I would buy if someone came to my house with some dictionaries, I'd buy them. I'd buy them.
0: Encyclopedia. You
1: that yeah, encyclopedias. Or right. as Ted Mosby would say, encyclopedias.
0: Encyclopedia. Oh, there we go. Oh my the 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 girlfriend started watching uh, How I Met Your Mother again. Damn, is it good? I forget how much I just like it.
1: Oh, oh you got to go back to classics every now and then.
0: Sell Soul Crusher door to door. Let's do it.
1: I'm so down. I'm going to guess that's Manny. Did Manny just comment he's going to sell Soul Crusher door to
0: door? That's just pretty good. I watched like, Manny knock. went
1: door to door with some of his artwork and was like, hey, you want to buy this? I can see this desk. I know, oh, right?
0: Unbreakable. Oh,
1: Crusher unbreakable. in flight. <laughs> Ooh,
0: afternoon I don't delay. Don't have one. Loser. See, Cody, you don't support Soul Crusher. What the fuck's up with that? He's gone. Yeah, get this guy out of here. Doesn't even support Sulk. Wait Crusher. a second.
1: Sponsored birdie player who has no strike. Sponsored TSA player who doesn't know the numbers for his new disc. Okay, first of really? all, glide is interpretation. Hey, glide. glide. Glide is a number. Zero, zero. That's what it's we talked about earlier.
0: It's, it's just a number. Glide is interpretation. Win, baby. Anything. Okay, I'm sorry. Everything's I based need, I a need six. one. A Manny, help me. Six.
1: Come to my door, Manny. Sell me one. <laughs> Zoe stinks is a six. Period. Then I compare everything to that.
0: There's not much. There's not many sixes out there. I think bears are true sixes. Those things glide forever. I I think there's an argument for uh, Ursus to be like a five slash six. Those have like crazy glide. Yeah, for what they are. For what they are. Are we going
1: for what they are?
0: Yeah. If it's open to interpretation, we in a vacuum.
1: That's what I want to (laughs) know.
0: And then, like, I think uh, Graces are truly sixes.
1: Oh, they go forever. But those are my, like... To but what I think they'll... Uh,
0: let me pull that disc up real quick, because I don't want to be wrong again. Uh, oh, gosh. No. What
1: are you getting on now? Shut up. Uh, Whoa! Not you. Not you. Just, not you. I talking,
0: no, I was talking to you. Um oh. so the Clinder, like,
1: <laughs> who's, who's he talking to? There's nobody so else the in Pathfinder,
0: that room. The Pathfinder is a five, but that glide is a six. That, that glide is like a four.
1: Ball. Oh, bull? that's like a three and a half at best.
0: Well, it was open just this objection? So how am I wrong? <laughs> <Are> we, so <laughs> so gonna, from my perspective, little... no, when I throw wrong. it into the ground, that glide is a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like if you throw this enough, you kind of, you kind of just know what the glides feel like. I don't, people pay attention to the weirdest things and maybe I am for not doing it, but like I pay attention to like, when is it going to break? When is it going to get stable? How far can I push it? Because then I manipulate it from there. It's weird that like you guys are like, look at how far that glided. Like I'm not throwing downhill. Like we're not in Colorado. Like I feel like glide is very like it's minuscule glid. here in Oregon.
1: So oh. wait, are you anti Colorado now? Like what's No, your I'm just saying like you guys pay
0: attention to the weirdest things like glide. The
1: numbers that manufacturers put on disc
0: that have been established to be pointless.
1: Oh. Just like ratings, I mean, pages just hot takes tonight. But ratings
0: are pointless. They're arbitrary numbers to kind of help gauge where people are. But then after a time, once you get the gauge, what good are they besides to exclude from certain like invitations? And then once you get past those barriers, then they really are good for nothing.
1: Hot takes. Just just hot hot takes. I'll Tell me, was angry.
0: Paul McBeth, if you're listening to this, what really has your 1050 rating done for you besides sell 1050 rated discs? Like, you're on it, uh, right? $10 million
1: from Discraft would say otherwise,
0: <laughs> okay? I'm pretty sure the rating isn't what got him. He wasn't like, hey, look, here's a 1050 rated player, give me a million dollars. It's like five-time world champion, soon to be
1: six? Huh? Well, you don't become a five-time champion being 860, Okay.
0: He went in there to contract tag or contract conversation. A T H E N A six times are coming. Athena, boom. I think I
1: think we just billion. need to see Paul's contract because I need to know. I would have been dropping. I'm ten fifty. <laughs> Give me that money.
0: Oh, see, like, look, light doesn't even matter in Colorado. Disks okay. fall like rocks. So glide really doesn't matter if it doesn't matter in Colorado well, where elect- you need well, glide. We're
1: talking about gravity next. What? I mean, yeah, it's going to fall. It's gravity. It's fighting gravity. You want some so why pay better? attention to it? <laughs>
0: I'm just saying, like, people slap a number on it. I'm going to get, like, I don't know, like, on the Kirby, we're going to have, like, a 15, 12, 1, And that's going to be a Kirby. And it's going to fly like a fucking firebird <laughs> so this one you gonna make birdie do it i'm gonna make birdie, birdie do it Our terminal birdie. velocity
1: The birdie vacuum all of that just sucks chains mm.
0: the titan boa is just gonna be like 69 69 69 69 numbers are irrelevant exactly. he just hates
1: numbers he hates math the math is hard I, uh, the one
0: time i threw this in colorado i was like passing through and played at uh, that Beaver ranch course sounds made it's up the, beaver ranch sounds i think up. It's called yeah beaver nutria ranch. nutria ranch. yeah it's a, it's a it's an awesome course it's super awesome but it's like right on the the edge of the rockies but i could not figure out the life of me why my disc was flying weird i'm like this disc does not fly like this and yeah, what well, did you did you tell your disc about the numbers and how it should be <laughs> flying
1: you are <laughs> if, you, if you say it it will <laughs> Now, hey, I have heard this rumor because have you guys heard that West Side numbers are like always way off? Yes. I've heard that they rate their numbers based on Colorado. Really rumor. Rumor. But someone said that explains why West Side Disc numbers are like way off.
0: But also numbers are irrelevant. They're just irrelevant.
1: They're Math, like let's get rid of numbers in society. Idea. I don't but want to be a number anymore, Josh. Guys, Never. look at my
0: name right here. Look at my name. Just so you guys know, Paige Page. is correct. Cody has admitted it, and now Josh. That's all that we need to know. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: <laughs> this is this why is you tune in to Jammers in the Rough, because Paige is always right. So let's transition to some of our closing thoughts,
1: everybody. Josh, what are you? no, no no no, 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 no. You don't get a transition <laughs> from that crap. <laughs> Josh, say something of importance and then kick this man. Kick him now. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. I don't you know what? I don't want to say it when when he's on the screen. Hold on.
1: So See, my closing thought
0: tonight is we have numbers on a disc. But numbers don't matter. They don't. There is a general idea of how a disc should fly when people were testing it out. Um
1: you should throw a, a guideline? Disc- a guideline, I'd say. a guideline. A guideline. You should okay. throw a
0: disc whenever you get it and
1: and be like hey that's how that disk flies not based off the numbers i'm gonna start what if they made a disk with empty numbers that you could write in what you wanted what you thought it was genius um, uh, i'm trying to think thanks for
0: agreeing with my point but that's also what you're talking about is like an infinite disk review where people review a disk and they say what they think it flies like so that's kind of already created cody
1: no, no, no! What if they just made a disc that had no flight numbers? They just came out with it and said, "This was this is a disc, and it had four blank spots, and every person got to fill in their own." It never had official numbers. Isn't
0: that like something like uh, Trilogy did, where it was like, "This disc belongs to X Dash." Yeah, but
1: <laughs> flight numbers, it, the flight numbers were never given ever, ever. It was just called the Birdie Unknown. The birdie unknown, Kevin. Kevin, hit hit me up, man. With, the we're, birdie we're unknown, side. and it just was a disc. Four empty spots. We need innovation in this sport, y'all. That's my closing thought.
0: <laughs> we need innovation. Right. And, uh, yeah, I had to take you off the screen, page because I didn't want you to see me. I do not want to look in your eyes and
1: let you know that you that I agree with you. Yeah, I we can't. Had, we I, can't do that. It's it's an awful feeling. It's terrible.
0: My closing thoughts is you heard it here. Josh agrees with me. Cody agrees with me. And that's (laughs) why you guys listen to Jammers in the Rough. So I appreciate you guys for taking your time tonight to listen to Paige be correct. So with that, championship-level courses are definitely meant for championship-level players. Tune in to us on Mondays where we go live. Or not live. where, Where this is all disseminated to you via all of your streaming platforms we're looking forward to bringing in a special guest next week to us. He does rad discs, which stands for rare air
1: discs. His name is Why did you Alex. have the rad? Why did you say rad disc? You that that made it
0: because it's like rad di- <laughs> dot com, right? Isn't he like all rad discs?
1: Don't listen to Cody. No, yeah. don't let Paige be right again. I can't. I cannot no. live like this. Well, oh, try not to <laughs>
0: Cody, the more you open your mouth, the more right I become. So, that, like the I quieter understand. you are, the less right I am. Just... <laughs> so we'll have him here with you guys next week. So, as always, we appreciate guys like, follow, share, tune in with us because it's always fun chatting with you guys live on Thursdays. So, with that, keep jamming it in the rough, everyone. <laughs>